Greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge. He is in the captain's chair. He's at the helm. He's behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Today is, uh, excuse me. Yeah, today is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. And you are listening to episode 608. And the title is called Show Structure Change-Up. So I'm um, going to be doing a little change-up here, uh, I think, going forward, um, just to still be able to maintain doing uh, this podcast, um, but not as many lives. I will still do lives, but right now there is just, I have so much going on, so much going on that I need to make sure that I prioritize the things that are very important in life. But at the same time, I don't want to, again, don't ever want to shut down this podcast, uh, but we will be doing a reading out of Job chapter seven. So what I'm going to be doing is, um, like I said, the lives will continue, but not as frequent. And when I do a live show, I will make sure I post it on Telegram. Okay. Um, but majority of the shows that I think I will be doing, like the Bible readings and the obviously like what I'm doing with the Magna Carta reading, I will be doing recordings. And I will be dropping them. So instead of one big massive show that's about an hour to hour and a half long, I will be doing little segments. Okay. And I'll be dropping them on my days off. I will do one good long show and I might do one live somewhere in the middle of the week. Just depends. All right. It just depends on the week and the month. I, with everything I got going on, it's just, I have to try to balance my time accordingly. And rather than just completely cancel the show altogether, this is the best way that I know how at the moment until things level out. So, so without further ado, let's get into the reading of Job chapter seven. Okay. And this one I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible, 1995 edition. All right. Starting with verse one, is not man forced to labor on earth and are not his days like the days of a hired man as a slave who pants for the shade and as a hired man who eagerly waits for his wages? So am I allotted months of vanity and nights of trouble are appointed me when I lie down? I say, when shall I rise? But the night continues and I am continually tossing until dawn. My flesh is clothed with worms and a crust of dirt. My skin hardens and runs. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is but breath. My eye will not again see good. The eye of him who sees me will behold me no longer. Your eyes will be on me, but I will not be. When a cloud vanishes, it is gone. So he who goes down to Sheol does not come up. He will not return again to his house, nor will his place know him anymore. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or the sea monster that you set a guard over me? If I say my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint. Then you frighten me with dreams and terrify me by visions so that my soul should choose suffocation, death rather than my pains. I waste away. I will not live forever. Leave me alone for my days are but a breath. What is a man that you magnify him and that you are concerned about him, that you examine him every morning and try him every moment? You will never turn your gaze away from me, nor let me alone until I swallow my spittle. Have I sinned? What have I done to you? O watcher of men, 
Why have you set me as your target, so that I am a burden to myself? Why then do you not pardon my transgressions and take away my iniquity? For now I will lie down in the dust, and you will seek me, but I will not be. And that is the reading of Job chapter 7. So, in this book of Job, we find a deeply profound reflection on the human experience of suffering, right? Suffering, um, the human experience of loss, and also the quest for meaning, right? What's the meaning of all this? See, Job's lament in the seventh chapter resonates with the challenges that many of us face in our own modern world today. It's a reminder of the universal truth about man's existence and the lessons that we can draw from his word. Now, for one, there's the question of life's transitory nature, right? Because Job begins by comparing life to that of a hired worker. He speaks of the fleeting nature of our days, which are as transient as a hired laborer's time on the job. And this reflection invites us to acknowledge the uh, the impermanence of our lives. In our fast-paced modern world, it's crucial to take a step back and appreciate the brevity of our existence. And, you know, it's pretty important that we must make the most of the limited time that we have. Now, there's also the, um, the question about the reality of suffering. Because Job's description of his afflictions, including physical and emotional pain, reminds us that suffering is an integral part of our existence. Now, in the face of adversity, we must seek the strength to persevere. Now, whether it's a personal crisis, health issue, or global challenges, we can draw inspiration from Job's resilience and his willingness to confront his suffering with honesty. Now, questioning and seeking answers, Job's questioning and wrestling with his circumstances teach us value of uh, seeking answers, right, and understanding. In today's information age, where we have access to vast knowledge and resources, we should not be afraid to question, learn, and grow. It's through our questions and doubts that we often find wisdom and clarity, but sadly, we have systems that have been set up by tyrannical forces that try to discourage critical thinking, discourage questioning, discourage um, challenging the status quo, and so on, right? Then there's the need for empathy, because Job cries for compassion and understanding, uh, highlight the importance of empathy in our lives. And in this interconnected world, where we witness the suffering of others near and far, especially, you know, since the dawn of the internet and social media, it's very vital to cultivate a heart that can uh, empathize and offer support to those in need. Then there's the quest for redemption because despite his suffering, Job yearns for redemption and forgiveness And this aspect of Job's journey reminds us that even in our darkest moments, there is hope for renewal and transformation, and we can learn from Job's persistence in seeking reconciliation and restoration. And then the last one is the question about acknowledging our, you know, humanity. Because Job's acknowledgement of his own limitation and flaws is a powerful reminder that we are all imperfect. That's right. I mean, unless you're Jesus Christ, of course, but, you know, Like Job, we will face many trials and we will face many tribulations. Maybe not to the same degree as what Job went through, but we will face them nonetheless, right? We're we're not impervious to that. And it's in these moments that we can find the strength to to endure and to grow. And so I say all that to say this. In a world 
that's filled with both remarkable progress and persistent challenges, Job's words encourage us to reflect on our own lives and to find purpose in our journey and to offer compassion to those who are suffering. Now, while the circumstances may differ, the human experience remains a tapestry of joy, sorrow, questions, and growth. And Job's story invites us to find meaning and resilience and a deeper connection with our own humanity. And so that is uh, the summary that I have for you today. And then we'll end this in prayer. Now, before I end in prayer, I thought this would be kind of interesting to tell you. So with my the career that I do, right? Because you all know I'm a truck driver. I haul gas for a living, right? On average, I put on roughly about 1,700 miles a week, give or take, sometimes 2,000, but 1,700 on average. Now, imagine this for a minute. I thought this was kind of interesting to think about the other uh, earlier today. Now, over the past eight years of my career as being a truck driver, seven years hauling gas, one year over the road, um, and again, there's been some weeks where I've driven 2,300 miles or 2,500 miles, but we're, we're using a good conservative number of 1,700. Now, to put it in perspective, with all the miles that I've driven over the last eight years, I've covered a distance equivalent to going to the moon and back almost three times. That's right. Three times. Because a distance to the moon, if I recall correctly, is um let me see i thought i had the number here hold on a second um <clears throat> hold on bear with me guys thought i had it here funny i just had it here too yeah so the distance to the moon where are you there it is so the average distance to the uh, from the Earth to the Moon is approximately two hundred thirty-eight thousand eight hundred fifty-five miles. So based on all of that, I have roughly drove the equivalent of to the Moon and back almost three times. So like right now, I'd be back to you know driving towards Earth right now after my third trip. Now here's something else too. All right, now when you think that's a lot, and I'll think about it from this perspective, okay, something that maybe you might be able to relate to a little bit more since you drive, right? That's a lot of miles, but it doesn't stop there. Now, during those eight years, I've driven the equivalent around the earth of an astounding 284 times. See, the earth's circumference is about 24,901 miles, and my wheels have covered that distance multiple times over. That's pretty cool, huh? So with as much as I've driven just in eight years, I've driven a distance of almost 284, uh, about 284 times and almost three times round trip to the moon and back. How about that? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's end this in prayer. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> we come before you today with humble hearts, seeking your healing touch for those in need, uh, both in body and spirit. And we ask for your divine forgiveness, knowing knowing that we are imperfect and often fall short of your grace and grant us the strength to forgive others as you forgive us. And we invite the Holy Spirit to work within us, guiding us through the challenges and uncertainties of this world. May your presence be a beacon of light in our darkest moments, helping us to find our way through the maze of conflicting information, doubts that can cloud our minds. In your infinite wisdom, lead us towards the understanding and compassion and deeper connection with our own humanity. And let us love and grace uh, 
and let your love and grace fill our hearts. And may we be instruments of healing and forgiveness in this world. In your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So that is all I have for you today for uh, episode 608. Again, Job chapter 7. So rather than having a bunch of shows, you know, in one or a bunch of these topics in one, like we typically do, I'm going to have different, you know, like I said, it's going to be bite-sized pieces. And if I am able to get on here at 7 p.m., I will do it live. Okay, even if it's only for 10, 15 minutes, I will do that segment live. But it just depends because, like I said, I got so much going on. Sometimes I might have to come home and get on and do the recording and then drop it, you know, later on. Um, it just, I, you know, I'm sorry to do this. But like I said, I am not doing away with the live shows altogether. It's just I can't do them on a consistent basis at the same time every day with all that I got going on in my life, family life, and work life, trying to get enough sleep. I have to find the happy balance. So, uh, but the one thing I refuse to do is to stop it altogether. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world and have a blessed day or night wherever you're at. We'll see you on the other side.